All right. That sounds like that was the music that intros us in. That is the weirdest music. <laughs> Squeaks and pops and and chords and weird. <laughs> but we're here. We're here. We are this week. Here, October sixth, twenty twenty two, on the Rolling Toe Show. Mm-hmm. And we are it's Mike and Kevin Beckett again. And we're here this week, but we're not here next week because yep. a grand adventure starts as we, uh, this time we're flying. We thought we were driving, but it turns out we're flying. Yep. Flying to Texas. Flying to Texas because you're missing part of your back, apparently. That's yeah, it. they curved a bunch of it out. Right. So we decided the truck probably not going to work for the drive down. Yep. Yeah. So we're, uh, we are set to go we will have a great time in Uvalde with all the continental people and their fleet customers and the fleet customers yep i've got a little side job i got to go training in san antonio and well, like that where there's uh there's apparently things to see in san antonio they say there's a river there's a river walk. Yeah. It's not even really a river. It's a canal now because it's all concreted in. All concreted. You really can't call it a river. Mm-hmm. But uh, And then there's the Alamo if you want to go see that. Could see that. So, whatever. I remember that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, that's our exciting next week activities. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much to say it was exciting this week. Honestly, it's been a kind of a slow week. It has been a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I had a customer call who's got trailer tire wear problems with wide base tires. Right. And he's got that particular trailer suspension that flexes too much and causes inside edge wear next to the frame. And he's welded some angle iron on him, and he's still having problems with his wide base tires. So I said, well, the only thing I can think of is go to that 5-inch axle from the same manufacturer instead of the 6-inch. So he went to the 5-inch axle, but he went to the wider 5-inch axle so the wheels stand out from the zero offset room so they're even with the trailer. Right. And he's having inside edge wear problems on those. Right. And he talked to another fleet that he does work with, and they've got the same thing. And what they did was they bent the axles. So okay. they increased the positive camber, the top of the tires leaning out when it's empty. Cambered out. So when it's loaded, it's right. He said positive camber there, just as, just as a side reference. When, you, when we say positive camber, we mean bow-legged. Oh, like it, the, the top of the tires out. The top of the tires are out. Negative, Negative cameras. The top of the tires. The top in. of the tires in toward the frame. Right. All right. And the only problem I've got with that, and and maybe they're having some luck with it. Uh, we had some guys early on try to bend the axis to do this, and they found that they didn't eliminate the wear. They moved half of it to the outside rib and half of it to the inside rib. Hmm. Okay. Because when you're empty, you have too much positive camera. And when you're loaded, you have the negative camber. And these trailers run empty half the time. Hmm. Okay, so I, I, the only thing I can think of is to try that because the other stuff hasn't worked. So what I'm, what I'm looking for is any listeners 
who are running wide base on the trailers with the Hendrickson suspension or without the Hendrickson suspension. With or without. Go to our website, go to the contact us tab and send us a note with your comments on what you're doing and what your experience is so we can gather some information so and make some suggestions. I know welding angle iron on the axles with duels is working great. Right. But the fuel efficient wide base tires, at least for this customer, are having a problem. And he's tried Michelin. He's tried, I think, Continental. I can't remember what brands he said he's tried. And he still has this inside edge wear close to the frame. Right. Is it possible this whole thing is all about... Uh, um, it's, is it the, the super single design? Is it the, the, the fact that it's got 25% less footprint and it's sitting on a fatter body that uh, is causing I, I, I don't, don't want to talk about the details of what's different about the tire that's causing it. Mm -hmm. I want to say, okay, wide base tire. Any of them. This suspension. Mm -hmm. Are you having problems? And if you're not, what are you using and what are you doing? Right. So we can get some suggestions we can give to people. Um, I know the more fuel efficient a tire is, the more susceptible it is to axle flex. Right. We've known that. We've known that all along. The question is, what are you doing now that's working? Because we've got a customer that's not working for. Right. Right. Okay. And if you wanted to call us with that now. No, I don't want them to call. It. You well, don't want them to call here. Yeah, they could call during the show. We can talk <laughs> a little bit. But I'd like to have. You know, send me some notes so I got something to look at. There at the mdaline.com right. info. Well, but you could call here. You could if you wanted. And our number here is 855-950-3835. That's 855-950-3835. And you can call in with your comments on wide-based singles if you want. You can also call in about tire wear and handling issues. You can call in about chrome. Chrome, definitely chrome. Uh, there's something about a pig. More than that. There's some people that are still talking ideas. about that old pig story that we had years ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about the pig? I'm trying to find the original story because I can't even remember it now, but I remember there was something about a pig. Hmm. So I don't know. Uh, we have a note here from Rocky that says that the show is fading in and out with Kevin's old show. Ah, Kevin, do we have a problem with your show overriding us? I don't know. Is he lurking? Uh, well, he's there, I think. Yes, he's definitely there. Um, and he's the only one there. Right now, now we have had a couple of call-ins, mm -hmm. and the call-ins have dropped. Mm. And so, if, I, so if it's fading in and out with Kevin's other show... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure what we exactly have, is going on. We may on. have a problem here. I just, uh, I just can't, I can't, uh, I'm not qualified enough to know. You guys disappear. You say we disappear every once in a while. <laughs> this may not be a good week. We're in, we're out, we're in, we're out. It's, it's, uh, it's That's October. Things are haunted. Okay. We've got ghosts in the machine. Yeah. I can buy that. Yeah. Well, well, we'll continue to chat here for a minute on our own. If we don't get any calls, if nobody can hear us, then I guess uh, at some point we'll give up. But uh, for right now, um, 
It's on, yeah. Rocky says it's on Kevin's end. Yeah, it's on Kevin's end. It's not on. Yeah, either we can't do anything. We're not. We're not qualified. We're just sitting here in our little room talking to ourselves. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. About the important things, right? You know, the the important thing that I've got going on in my life, Mm -hmm. I realize it's not important for everybody else's life, but in my life, my important thing is I've got these peppers. They they're serranos and tabascos, and they're finally coming in. It's October, and they're finally coming in. But it's going to freeze tomorrow. So do we have to put sheets over them again? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it's going to keep freezing, and the temperature is going to be too low for them to continue to fruit. No, it's only, it's only supposed to be down to 30. No, they say that if it gets under 50, you're really pushing oh, it. I see. Okay. So now I need to dig up my peppers and put them in pots and bring them indoors. And the only place I can think of with a south-facing window is here. So I'm going to have to set up a table right there so that my, my, my peppers can be potted and get some sun and finally produce or finish producing that fruit. We have a table in the, in the kitchen area we can bring. Right. You know what? We were just talking about what the heck are we going to do with this. Bring that table right in here and set up. In them. fact, the butcher block would probably be better. It's taller. Use the butcher block. We'll use the butcher block for that. We'll put the phone on the other thing, and then when we're ready, we can switch it back. Yeah. After the after the, the peppers of fruit. You'll need to put something plastic on top of that butcher block so that the water you put on it doesn't stain the butcher block. Is that really a danger? really pissed if you messed up that butcher block. <laughs> it's brand new. No, no. It's antique. It's antique. It's vintage. Vintage. Yeah. A vintage butcher's block. I think we bought that table in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, I, I know it's been there my entire life. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. All right. We got a call. We got a call coming in from Rocky. Rocky's got a vibration problem. Right. Let's see what he has to say. Hello, Rocky. Good afternoon, guys. Hi. Hey, How I think it's doing? a vibration in Oregon in the control panel. A vibration on the control panel. We can't hear our broadcast. The only way yeah. we can hear each other is if we're not talking through the microphone. Is yeah. So yeah. we don't know what's what you guys are hearing at all. Yeah. Yeah. You, you well, guys come on. You you start talking, and then it'll be good for a minute, and then it fades to an old destination health show, talking about the yogurt and stuff like that, and then it comes back to you guys, and then it fades back to that. So it's uh, it's like you guys just kind of fade fade in and out, and it's the two shows are uh, crossing each other. Well, that's I appreciate that feedback, and that yeah. means we may just say the heck with it and hang up. But it, right, it, it go, go have a long that, weekend. Yeah. It might be something that we're you know we're not going to be able to restore as a a podcast. I don't, again I don't know. Yeah. Well, how's everything uh, yeah. going down in uh, uh, Jacksonville? Man, it's uh, it's good down here. We had uh, some areas had some flooding and stuff with that storm uh, up in Jacksonville, where I'm at, closer to St. Augustine. We were all pretty good. Now St. Augustine Beach was tore up pretty good, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. inland a little ways, we did, just had a couple of days of drizzly rain, some wind, little tree branches and stuff, and mm-hmm. everything. And then we uh, come right back out that Saturday, back to work. Get back to work. Uh, it's just yeah, not to worry about that anymore out here working on them now and everything. So just stop to get some lunch and 
always try to listen to the show. And uh, well, we appreciate that. Yeah, everything. So, mm. so yeah. So when I heard nice it, business. I heard I'd been good. We've been steady. Been been real steady. steady. Cool. Yeah, that's what I like. A lot of a lot of people, like what I'm getting ready to go do now, tie rod assembly fell out of it this morning on the road and he had to get towed into a shop. Mm. So uh, they're throwing tie rods in it and all, and I'm going to go line her up. But, cool. Uh, good. You know, so a lot, a lot of that stuff, a lot of guys having broken parts, having to get replaced and getting them lined, mm-hmm. get them straight Driving back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, yeah. have you seen any results of trailers with wide base tires and that inside edge where we were talking about? Or did you hear that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, y'all were fading in and out a little bit of that. I caught some of it with the uh, with the wider axle with the zero offset wheels. It, mm-hmm. It's all of them in this one fleet. They're a they're a few hauler, and and they had the standard width axles with the large diameter Hendrickson, and they welded angle iron on it, and that didn't completely solve the problem. And so then they went to the five inch axle, the smaller, heavier axle. But they bought it in the wide version, so the wheels set out where they want them. And they're having terrible tire wear problems on those, too. And so I'm trying to find out if anybody else is having issues with the Hendrickson suspensions, with the wide base tires. And if they're not having issues, what are you doing? Yeah, what are they doing? Yeah, I've actually got one of my fleets tomorrow that has, uh, that's what they do is haul fuel. Mm-hmm. And they have the Hendrickson suspension, but most of their guys are tearing the tires up in curbs and all before they have to worry about that. Ah, so, right. so the, so when I look at this one tomorrow, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll kind of look at some of the others in the yard and, and all when I'm there and see what I see. Are they running duels or wide base? Wide base singles. Okay, cool. That's wide the ones we're... And and it is the Hendrickson suspension, or have they got something else? Um, most of them I have looked at have the Hendrickson. They have some with the uh, uh, the other with the adjustable torque arm. Um, okay, I, I lost my train of thought. What it is, but the uh, but yeah, um, most of them are Hendrickson. Okay, well if you uh, if you get any information, I'd appreciate some feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll check them out tomorrow. I know I'm going there. And I do have one of the fleets I take care of here, Jacksonville. I was over yesterday doing a couple of trucks. They are getting away from the wide base singles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are leaving them. One of the big fleets, Nationwide, Cowan. Yep. Um, this one here, they are not going to buy any more trucks with wide base singles mm-hmm. because of the axle flags. And then yep. another huge problem they're having is that on road calls, because I had two of four yesterday, had three zero offset wheels and one two inch. Yeah. And they yeah. Get, they go back and look in their records and this thing had a roadside wheel change, right. tire change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're, 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 this is a continuing problem because these tire shops are not putting the right stuff back on. Correct. And um, so they're going to get, a, they're getting away from them and they're going back to duels on the trucks and trailers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there's duels now that have low rolling resistance down low enough to match the wide base. So then the only yes. real advantage is the weight. And at 100 pounds per wheel position, so you've got 800 pounds difference in weight, 
unless you're a fuel hauler where you can control exactly how many gallons and, and 800 pounds means you're carrying an extra 100 gallons of fuel and you're paid by the gallon. Otherwise, it really it, it's hard to justify it. Yep. It is very hard to justify. And they're, they're also very hard to get right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know two of the tire companies here in Jacksonville, both stock rooms, there's one big one. They probably not 10 tires in the place. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. are waiting. Big Bridgestone dealer in Michelin. And yep. uh, they're all over the state of Florida and Georgia. And yep. then the other one, uh, they have a pile of Chinese, even some foreign quarters, mm-hmm. uh, that they've been having to put on the concrete mixers and others that don't want those, but that's all they can get. Yeah, it's round, black, and dirty. I, at least I can run my business. <laughs> right. If they can put air in it and roll it down the road, that's what they're putting on right now. So. Yep. Yep. Tire situation looks like it's worse, but it is easier for most of these to get duels, you know, mm-hmm. than it is the wide base singles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for some reason. So, and recaps, man, uh, two retread plants here in Jacksonville pretty much been shut down for the last couple of months. They can't get materials. Wow. Can't get the thread. Uh, yep. Yeah. They can't get stuff to, you know, they got plenty of casings. They just can't yeah. get the uh, materials to, re- to retread. Right. That's yeah. harsh. That's super yeah. harsh. Yeah. Yeah, really hard. So, but I'll definitely check those uh, those other tanker. They haul fuel here uh, in Florida. A couple of trucks, they run to Miami back and forth every day. Mm-hmm. And then um, some of them are local. So I will uh, check. Uh, I'll, I'll look for that tomorrow on those other wide base tires. All right. I can go through them like mad, tearing them up on curbs. So. Yep. Well, I appreciate that. And you have yourself a good All day. Right. Yep. Yeah, you Thanks guys have a good call. flight next week. Uh, Thanks, we'll sir. see you soon. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. All right. All right. So that was Rocky. Yeah, it was Rocky. <coughs> Rocky with, um, was it North, North Florida, Florida Alignment out yeah. of Jacksonville? Yep. Look him up on our website, mdalign.com. Mm-hmm. He can hook you up with a very good alignment. Yep. And we also have one more call here from uh, Phoenix. Now, we've heard that our show is listenable, yeah, audible. Yeah. The latest report we got is that we're okay. So we're going to continue on with our show, and uh, you can keep calling us if you want to. And uh, the number to call in is 855-950-3835 for your questions on tire wear and handling and all those other kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly not vibrations, though. No, I don't know anything about vibrations. Let's see what uh, Rob or Robin has to say here about tire wear. Hello. Hello. Howdy. Yes, this is this is Rob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a tire wear question. On my steer tires, I have on the right side, the passenger side, I have... 12 30 seconds and no feathered wear and on the driver's side i have 8 30 seconds with just a little bit of feathered wear when you move your hand towards the frame yep you're out of alignment and it's costing you tires and it's the toe is slightly towed out and the drive axles are set to push you to the right a little bit and because oh, the yeah. right front tire is towed out, it's going the same direction as the drive axle, so it's happy, and the left front tire is dragging sideways. Yep. 
Oh, collecting that, scrub that and cost new tires. Yep. So you should have a slight right pull. You should also have a I little do. tendency to follow cracks in the road and hunt. Especially toward the right. And you might have a shimmy in your steering wheel between 45 and 55 miles an hour as you accelerate up through it. Yeah, I do. Actually, there I do. All right. That's all I, the I have all those symptoms. Yep. Very good. Well, there's, I, have there's a, some... I have super singles on my trailer. Okay. Um, with the Hendrickson suspension, five-inch yeah. axles. Ah, okay. uh, Michelin super singles, and they wear out on the inside and the outside edge. Okay. Do you drive faster than 65 miles an hour? Uh, maybe 67, but no faster than that. Okay. Wide base tires are sensitive to speed. And as you go past about 62, 63 miles an hour, the centrifugal force of the spin causes the center of the tire to grow and get taller. Then the tire runs on the center part and drags the shoulders and wears them off. Hmm. Also, what do you haul? 65, is that what you said? Yeah, up to that speed uh, is where we see our best results. Beyond that speed is when we start seeing all these funny shoulder wear problems. Right. Okay. Right. And what, what is it? That's not only true on those wide base tires. It's also true on the four and a quarter steer tires and the 385 steer tires and the 315 tires. All of those wider tires are sensitive to speed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, what, what, is it, what is it your truck does? Um, what do you haul? Grain, it makes some noise. Grain, grain and feed. <laughs> grain and feed. So you're empty half the time. Um, very, not very often. No, oh, not very often. Okay. Yeah, you're hauling something one way and I something haul, the other way. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, yeah, yep. It's not like a fuel hauler that goes to the fuel place, picks up fuel, goes out and delivers it, and then comes back empty. Yeah, you can't you can't bring fuel back, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, okay. and I get paid by the ton, so yep. the extra weight savings helps me. Yes, I yeah. can see that. I can see that. Yep, yep. and you try but not to be. Empty. If you could slow down, just just three miles an hour, four miles an hour. Yeah. You should see a dramatic change in the shoulder wear. And Kevin will okay. say that you'll save fuel. I, okay. I will. I guarantee it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Very good. Thanks, guys. All right, everybody. All You're right. Welcome. Thank Have you. Thanks for calling. Yeah. All right. And then we got two more. Uh, let's go with the first one that called in here. It's... Uh, I think that there's a jumble of words, so I'm going to say that it didn't quite pick up everything correctly. That's right. But uh, this is, uh, hello, maybe Jonathan. This is Jonathan. Hey, guys. How you doing? We're good. Uh, I really appreciate you guys uh, staying on. Are you guys doing a podcast, going to podcast format, or are you going to be live still? Well, we're, we're this is a podcast. We're recording it live, and then and then we stream it on the Let's Truck site, and also on any, or your favorite podcast provider, you can stream it at any time later. Right. Okay. I, I, for some reason, I was thinking you guys were going to go straight to podcast only because um, well, I, I, well, I do like the, uh, the live. This yeah. is how we're making the podcast. Right. This so we got to be able to right, call right. Okay. Right. No, I, yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, uh, so uh, appreciate the feedback on the uh, adding the shims. Mm-hmm. Um, 2013 Cascadia, uh, got, uh, I think I got the thrust angle and, uh, scrub squared away. I mean, I'm, we're riding in center now, uh, mm-hmm. really impressed with uh, the handling. 
uh, I called back earlier and, and uh, made a quick uh, adjustment uh, very early in Dionysus and his problem with uh, putting some uh, um, toe in on the right tire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, obviously that costed me a tire, a Yokohama mm-hmm. 617. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, now that we're here to be driving straight, um, mm-hmm. I was just kind of wanting to, to see if you guys had any recommendations for any particular wear patterns that I'd be looking at on the drives to make sure that I did not over uh, adjust the rear end. I mean, well, we're driving drives, great. The drives won't show an alignment wear pattern. Right. Okay. I mean, unless it's so severe. Yeah, it'd be so severe. Your steer, the, the clue is always your steer tires. Right. They tell you if the drives are in alignment or not. Right. Okay. Drive okay. tire wear is other things. Yeah. Now, engine torque will cause heel and toe wear on your drive tires, where if you lay your hand on the tire on the tread and slide your hand around the tire toward the front of the truck and feel smooth, and you slide it toward the back and feel sharp. Well, that's engine torque. And so okay, periodically you want, you want to X rotate your drive tires so they run in the opposite direction mm-hmm. and take the heel and toe out. And we normally recommend that by measuring the tread depth the rear axle wears faster than the front drive axle. So when we're four thirty seconds more worn on the rear than the front, it's time to exit. Right. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. It makes sense. Okay. And then the other pattern you're always looking for in your drive tires nowadays is that inside edge wear next to the frame. Well, that indicates an axle flex and there's really not Could a lot of loose bearings, do. but pardon it could be loose bearings, but it's been Most axle flex for axle almost flex. 20 years now. Okay. Okay. On, on loose bearings, so I went around uh, on the drives, put a dial mm-hmm. indicator on there, and I'm within one to five thousandths. Mm-hmm. I did that about uh, about three three months ago. Good. Uh, what, I mean, th- I keep hearing you guys mention occasionally a, a different system besides the axle lock uh, mm-hmm. wheel nut. Well, I like the axle, the Pro Torque wheel nut with the orange clip ring in it. Oh, you're talking about the Doctor Preload. The Doctor Preload is a different process for adjust the bearings. Right. If you if okay. you, ha- you have a cone that sits over the spindle, uh, right. and and sits between the two bearings, new on your Freightliner. Uh, at some point, there's going to end up being too much play. It's going to be loose. It's going to cause seals to leak, and you're going to have to take it apart. And at that point, just get rid of that cone. Now, how do you get it to? How do you press those two bearing sets together to know that they're in the right place to that the hub will roll up between them and it won't cause tire wear? Well, that's a that's a there's a difficult dance we've had for the last. 40, 50 years. Yeah, and there's two processes we've got that we're satisfied with. One is we have a torque chart that we set the bearings to, and the other is the Dr. Preload system. Those are the two ways we found we can get out of the problems. But you don't need to worry about that until you tell the bearings apart. Cool. 10-4. Well, listen, guys, I appreciate your help so much. You take care. Not a problem. You have a great day. Thanks for calling. Thank you. All right. We've got a satisfied do-it-yourselfer. Yeah, I know. That's I, It's too bad he wore out a tire with a toe. Yeah, well, you know. you got to be yourself. careful how you do that. You work yourself through it. Yeah. All right. We have one here. That's, it says something about a taco. I don't think that's really what he's saying. So, again, the audio uh, translation is probably wrong. Hello. Uh, uh, this is Matt. 
Oh, yeah. and, uh, I tried to say wide single. I don't know how a taco came out, but <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> cool. What's going on with a wide single? So, actually, I'll start with uh, the buffering issue. Uh, I actually missed the first 10 minutes. I didn't hear your open uh-huh. um, because I was in a spot where I can't buffer the show, so it won't even load on my phone uh-huh. uh, for live. But, but that, yeah, it happens to Rutherford, too. It's, yep. it's just Internet slows down a little bit. There's a buffering and a... Mm-hmm. They have always got a recorded show playing in the background when the live show goes out. But uh, anybody that listens to the recorded later on, that none of that should be in there. That should be the full That's good. volume. Yeah, and there's nothing. Cool. Yeah, there's nothing you guys could do to change that, to my understanding. Nope. Well, if I held my mouth different, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes down to that. <laughs> Other than some type of faster internet with a steady connection, but I don't, I don't think you know no. how to improve that any more than I do. No, so. no. Yeah. Um, so what's up with the wide yeah, singles? I run uh, all wide singles truck and trailer mm-hmm. uh, on a reefer trailer with the Henderson suspension. I've got the angle iron welded to the top. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, zero offset rims. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm now I'm a slowpoke. I'm a 57, 58 mile an hour guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the angle iron probably made a 70, 80 percent improvement. Okay, that didn't right. eliminate the inside wear, but it it drastically reduced it. That's good to hear. So, so I wonder, you put the angle iron on top, right? I wonder what would happen if you took two short pieces and put them on the outside underneath on the bottom. On the bottom, just yep, that little six-inch piece. I can and open it up some more and see if that took care of the rest of it. Yeah, another yep. just a few percent. <laughs> I mean, it's just angling and get solder. Really good mileage. I mean, I think I'm... This current set of trailer tires, I'll break 300,000 miles. Okay. Now, yep. that is the Michelin, what do they call it, the multi-energy. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's not the lowest rolling resistance one, but mm-hmm. in my opinion, between the true full energy tire, which is their mm-hmm. lowest, and mm-hmm. probably has some different compounds, whatever, uh, that multi-energy, which I don't even know if that's still available, but um, certainly held up much better. Okay. All right. Very good. And, you're, and you said you're hauling fuel, right? No, no. I, I pull a refrigerated a reefer. trailer. Oh, reefer. That's right. You said a reefer. Oh, okay. Right. All right. <laughs> I, was on the mind. I was wondering, because these guys haul fuel and the load shifts, I was wondering if load shift causing weight to bounce off and onto the axles are causing them some of their problems. Yeah, that could be. Would sound very uh, like a very reasonable uh, idea to look at. Yeah. And then, like yes. I say, the other dependent on which model tire they're running. Yes, I think can make a difference too. Yeah, well, I find that every time they get more fuel efficient, I have more tire wear problems. Yep. 
And then I completely agree, you know, what Rocky was saying there. I don't see wide singles as a good choice anymore today for large mm-hmm. leads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They work really good for owner operators and, you know, real small fleets that can control stuff, but the, and the, the supply chain issue is a huge deal. I yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. was looking for some here a while ago and it, it took weeks to get mm-hmm. what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Well, I was, I was talking to guy not only tire supply chain problems, but parts supply chain problems. Uh, there was some people posted on Facebook that they've got a truck that's been sitting in the shop for six months waiting for a part to get in so they could fix it. It's getting worse. Oh. Yeah. I was yeah. at a uh, I was at a truck body shop in Denver a few months ago, and they took us on a tour. Great, big, beautiful shop. You're in the office. You step out of the back of the office into their big warehouse, and there's this, this parts area within a chain-link fence, caged in area, and there's all these boxes cardboard boxes with parts in them you turn to the left and there's all these bays where they're working on stuff you turn to the right there's more bays working on stuff i said what's with all of these parts here he's sitting out back there's a line of trucks that are wrecked waiting to come in to be fixed and as we get parts for those trucks they go into this area and when we get all the parts we need we'll bring in the truck and fix it but in the meantime we're just accumulating parts and waiting for all of these here he says, we've had trucks sit here for seven, eight months now. Waiting for the last part. What would probably really suck about that is another truck comes in that needs one of those parts that they have sitting there. Yeah. So they take it out of out of that other truck that's sitting out back pile and put it on this new one that came in. And That could and be. It's very probable. It, well, the very, other question I asked him, I said, now, who pays for these parts that you're buying to fix this truck? He says, I have to pay for it. I said, does the insurance company reimburse you for it? He said, not until the truck's finished. Not until the truck's finished. That makes sense. So the body shop guy is fronting all the money to accumulate the parts to fix this thing. Hmm. So, yeah, I bet they do end up on other trucks. This is my money. I guess I'm going to have to spend it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's an inventory on his end until he can bill it out. Yep. Yep. Crazy. Well, I appreciate you calling. I'm yeah. glad you're having good luck out there, buddy. Yep. All right. Take it easy. You have a good day. All right. And okay, we do have a guy who wrote calling the in here. and got a 70% improvement in his tire wear. Well, that's, that's, that uh, fits with the. Uh, improvement we've heard of before yeah for a for a 200 repair to an axle to get a 70 percent improvement in your tire well, that's a good exactly it's a it's a win cost every benefit time. ratio there's real good it's a it's a is it a good idea or a bad idea well it's clearly and obviously a good idea yeah it worked. Uh, if you want it fixed to buy this percentage then it's a good idea yep all right we have one more uh it's got 24 fives or something We'll see what it says. Hello, Johnny. Hi. Yeah, so just a couple of quick uh, questions, if I could. First of all, the show is, is a lot more stable now. At the beginning, the first few minutes, it was mm-hmm. fading back and forth, but it's, it's steady now. Very good. Um, Thank you. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I got a couple of questions here, if I could. Okay, mm-hmm. so what would be the issue 
running 24-11R, uh, 24-5s on the steer, and 11-R, 22-5 on the drives? Nothing. It isn't going to matter. Okay. And uh, all right. So thank you. And also, the pinion angle, how do you check that? Is it putting a level, like a digital level on, on the drive shaft? No. Uh, you put the digital level first on the frame of the truck directly above the diff housing. Okay. So you're in the back of the truck by the fifth wheel. You put the level on there and you get a reading for the level the frame is. Now let's just say close to zero. Let's just say the frame is at zero level. Okay. It might be leaning down one degree, up one degree, but let's say it's at zero. Then you take the digital level and you set it on the housing of the differential right next to the U-bolts. There's a square part of the housing there. And the difference between the frame and the measurement on the diff housing is the pinion angle. Okay. Oh, okay. So I, now, I, I did that. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. okay. As a rule of thumb, the rear diff should be at about 13 degrees and the front diff should be at about three degrees. More than anything, there should be about 10 degrees between them. Yeah, okay. And that's exactly what they are. I checked a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so, uh, the, um, but, so and, and how about measuring like, like a drive shaft? Like you don't have okay. to measure anything on the drive shaft? Well, you don't need to worry about the drive shaft between the two differentials. The short shaft is set up when the pinion angles are right. Okay? Okay. All right, now, to go for the front part of the drive shaft, your front differential is at three degrees. So you uh-huh. get that reading. Then you move forward and put it on the, on the belly of the drive shaft directly in front of it. And it should be between one and one and a half degrees different than the diff housing is. Okay? Okay, okay. So it could be four and a half or it could be one and a half. Now, the reason for that is that the universal joint should not be straight through. It should have a slight break in it to preload it. But you don't want less than a half a degree difference, and you don't want more than one and a half degree difference. It should be in that range. Now, once you've got that drive shaft measured and you know what the angle of the universal is, then you can take that drive shaft, take its reading, move to the next drive shaft forward, and it should be a half to one and a half degrees different than the rear drive shaft. You see what I mean? Okay. Right. And that's how you okay. measure. Awesome. All right. Great. Awesome. Thank you very much and have a great day. You no do the problem. same. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks. All right. So that this reminds me, there was a, uh, a call I got earlier today before the show from somebody who had heard really great things about us and how uh, uh, good we are at doing what we do. Mm-hmm. And could you please tell me what this noise is that's coming from the engine? And I I made sure, is this something that you feel in your hands or something you feel in your seat? He said, well, I hear it. Mm. You hear it. That means it's not coming from the suspension. It's not a Mm -hmm. vibration. It's not an alignment issue. It's not a tire issue. It's not, it's not our wheelhouse. You got to, you know, that's great that you, that we've got such a great reputation, but we don't talk about engines. <laughs> yeah, we're not an engine. We're not electrical. We're yeah. not air conditioning. Yeah, but this is why people get that impression because you keep telling people how to 
check their pinion angles. And do you know why I learned how to check the pinion angles? Vibrations. Because people had complained my alignment was wrong because the truck was vibrating. Right. And I couldn't get them off my back until I figured out what the problem was. Right. That's the whole issue we're having here. How do you prove that you were a good alignment shop if you if you don't know what's going on? Right. And that's this is this is a knowing what's going on thing. And I learned how to measure these pinion angles probably thirty years ago from a guy. Yeah. I was trying to find a problem and he says, Well, let's look at this. And he measured and showed me how to help. <laughs> well, there you go. It's easy peasy. And sure enough, that was what the problem was. Right. All right, so if anybody else has any questions on these uh, crazy issues, we've got a number you can call. It's 855-950-3835. And uh, we can answer your questions on uh, vibrations if we have to. Tire wear is what we really like to talk about. That one guy with that steer tire issue is a classic steer tire issue. And uh, I I hope he gets to a shop that knows what they're doing. And if you want to get to a shop that knows what they're doing, go to mdalign.com or mdalignment.com, whichever one that works. And we've got a shop locator on there that will direct you to over 100, almost 200 shops around the country that uh, should all know what they're doing. Yes. Um, so, again, we don't have any callers on at this moment. So and if, if you, you go want to, your question if, answered. If you go to our, our page on a computer, not on your phone. Right. There's not only the shop locator list, there is a U.S. map right. that a has all of the shops identified so you can kind of see where they are in your route. Right. If you have an iPad or, a, or a, 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 an Android tablet and you, don't, and you don't get the websites that the computers get, you can get it by, uh, there's, you can turn off the function that, tell, that it tells uh, the website that it is a tablet. If you turn that off, then it'll send you to the, the site for computers. And then you can see your Google map. Yep. And that's, that's a very need, nice function. Do we need to update like that to, Google map again? What's that? Do we need to update the Google map? We, will, we have to update it this week. Okay. We, I updated the, the shop locator list, shop locator. but I, I don't have the instructions on how to update the map. Oh, yes. We probably have to update the... Uh, Google Map also. Yeah, let's. I'll make sure we get that this week. Okay. Before we leave for Texas. Yes. Which means we got to do it this afternoon. Exactly. Because <laughs> we don't work Fridays. Well, I come in Fridays. Oh, you do? Yeah. That's there's always get. something to do. That's what I get for being semi-retired. Right. Well, that's, what, that's the gift that you get. Yeah, that's a gift. you don't have to worry about working on Fridays. Yeah. Again, we've got, uh, we're, we're only about 10 minutes from closing this thing up, but uh, we've got a uh, call at number of 855-950-3835 for any of your questions on alignment, tire wear, handling, et cetera. And in the meantime, we've got um, pepper pot issues. We've got a... Uh, Flight to Dallas and then San Antonio issue. We've got a training issue that we're trying to resolve. We'll get it worked out. We've got answers to get on this and that. It's all good. But we're, we're, we're very, very happy with the way this podcast is going. We're very happy with the audience. I'm super happy that it's now on 
all of your favorite podcast locations. Yeah, they've broadcast this out to all the podcast suppliers now. So your yes. Apple iPad uh, Along with all of our old shows. <laughs> yeah, the old shows are on there too. So it's all stacking up together. You can listen to a lot of stuff. So yep. that was uh, 2015 to 2018. So about three years worth of shows. About 130 shows. Yeah. Yep. All good information. Just as just as though we were... We had a little different brothers. routine though then. What's that? We had a different routine then. Yes, yes. Because we would... Uh, Try to figure out what state they were in, and if they were in that state, and if they so were in the you know the based by on the phone area, area codes. Code. Yeah, and then you went and got a sheet with all the area codes on it, and just ruined it. <laughs> I was cheating. <laughs> it made me feel good though. <laughs> well, let's say, do we have anything else to cover here, or should we get back to work? If if somebody's on the phone, I'd be glad to talk to them. If they're not there. Yeah, I kind of got to get back to work anyway. So I well, let's just call it off. That call. We won't be here next week. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure Kevin Rutherford knows that. Yeah, he's lurking, but I don't no. know if he's listening. I'll text him. No show next week. Yeah, and we will give you a report on the Texas trip when we get back. Yes, that'll be the twentieth, I believe. Yes, we'll be back on the twentieth of October at noon Eastern with a report on Uvalde and all that we will have just finished an in-house training that week too. Yep. And uh, we'll have all sorts of good things to say then. All right. I think we're all done for the week. Thank you everybody for listening. And we look forward to talking to you in two weeks. Bye.